We have a uh, new policy in effect here at our radio station uh, facilities. Boss HQ, as we affectionately call it. One of the uh, control rooms has got a thermostat. The other one does not. Mm-hmm. Now, it came to our attention that there are certain people who think it's too too cold. Right. Other people think it's too hot. The people who think it's too hot are the ones we believe that keep coming in here to the room that's got the thermostat in it, our little studio. Right. And turning it up so it gets colder in there. But then it down, right. Well, see, when I say turning it, this is a debate you and I have had several times. When I say turning it up, I uh-huh. mean increasing the temperature. But you're decreasing the temperature because if it's 76 in the room uh-huh. and you want to make it 70, yeah. you're you turning turn it, it down, down yeah, which makes it colder. I don't understand why we have a communication issue when it comes to thermostats. Because you'll say, I'll go turn up the air. Well, and right. So me- listen, you're increasing the air conditioning, but you're decreasing turning- the temperature. But right. So you say, I'm turning up the air, which means that you're actually turning down the air. No, it means you're decreasing the temperature by increasing the power of the air conditioning. But you're turning the number down. You're not turning the number. Well, yes, yes, you're, you're, yes but, you but are. that number is not the air conditioning. That number is the temperature. Right. So you're turning the air down. No, you're you turning want- the air up. <laughs> and when the air goes up, it means the temperature will come down. Uh-huh. Am I not making sense here? No, I hear what you're saying. You're turning like the fan speed up. So that it gets colder. But what you're really doing is Well, air conditioning it- is more than just the fan. We're talking about I actual know, cold blowing air. you're turning the air down. No. No. <laughs> Why are you arguing with me about that? You're decreasing the temperature of the air right. by increasing the power of the air conditioning. Yeah, I feel like I'm teaching an English class in Saigon. You don't say I'm going to okay? go power up the air. You say I'm going sure to turn down the temperature. I'm no, you turn, don't say that. I'm going to turn down the air. That's a strange turn of phrase that it you're doing. Not. You're talking like a British person. You're going to turn down the air. I'm going to turn down the air, Gabbana. <laughs> That's not weird. You're weird. Well, one of us is saying it grammatically incorrect. I don't know which one of it is, it is but th- we could do a whole he said, she said on this. We could. But let's not, okay? Okay. The point of it was that there was a room that gets hot, and those people that work in the other side of our building turn the heat. <laughs> well, now you've got me confused. <laughs> they take the temperature on the dial, and they turn it down. They in their turn- room. Well, in this room, for their room. <laughs> but then in our room, while theirs is so hot, it gets a little cooler, and they're comfortable, it turns this room from comfortable to freezing cold. It's an igloo in here. Yes. Yeah, so I, be- I currently have a winter jacket on, and a jean jacket, and a shirt, and it's the middle of winter, and it feels like an igloo in here. It is so cold. Well, what are the... Uh- our business manager is her title. She decided that it would be a good idea to have nobody touch it and just set it to 68 and have that be it. And if one room is colder, feels colder than the other, that's it. It's 68. And I agree with her. And she put this uh, glass box. She put a lock on it. Right. Uh, over the thermostat with a lock. Right. Meaning that nobody can touch it. 68? And I'll tell you. I, 68? I, yeah. That's I think. I think this makes sense. I think it's a great idea. And my favorite part of it is I have a key. You do have a key. Because she knows that like her. I am very particular with the who touches the thermostat and does what with it. I'm sorry. The 68 is too cold. If we had our home at 68, you would be We have our out. home at 68 all the time. No, we don't. Yes, we do. No, I will take a picture of it. No, we don't. If it goes below 70, you're like, it's an ice box in there. I'm going to have the uh, lock installed on our thermostat at home. Just let me, <laughs> going forward, let me just handle the thermostat. Ridiculous. Because I don't think you're, you're not with me on this. I can't feel my toes. <laughs> well, That's what's happening well, wear, right now. Wear socks, okay? <laughs> 
Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, 1071 The Boss, 99.7 FM, anywhere South Jersey, Tom's River, all the way down the shore, anywhere on the free Boss app or at 1071theboss.com. Hello, good morning, America. Howdy do. Welcome to Thirsty Thursday, June the 30th, 2022. It's kind of amazing that July is right around the corner. I can't believe it. It'll be 2023 really? before you know it. I know. we got a big uh, Thursday show. This is a holiday weekend eve, you might call it. Mm-hmm. Tipsy or toddler is on the way. It's a thirsty Thursday. Certainly there'll be some uh, alcoholic beverages consumed this weekend. I mean, that's the American way after all. It really is. Drink some Budweiser, <laughs> sit by the pool. Come on. <laughs> seemed like a bad combination now that I say it out loud, I think actually. it's a great combo. Yeah, okay, yeah. fine. We'll line up some callers. A crazy thing happened to them. we got to figure out, did it happen to them when they were a little kid or when they were drunk? We'll go to the Celebrity Hotline from the uh, Osborne crew. Sharon! Shut! Jack Osborne's going to be with us. I want to ask him about his dad, too, but he's got this new show, uh, Fright Club, with the Ghost Brothers, who do the paranormal investigations and everything. Mm. Now they have this, it's kind of like Jackass meets uh, one of these ghost hunter <laughs> paranormal shows. Yes. Does that make sense? Yeah, It's it on is. the Travel Channel. It's on the Discovery app if you get Discovery Plus. We'll talk to Jack in just a few minutes here. He said, she said. coming up 750, hashtag mom. Confession. 720, 920. We'll do more tickets go see Chicago with the original Beach Boys, Brian Wilson, Al Jardine. Whole lot more this morning. We had the king of rock and roll himself, Elvis Presley, Elvis Aaron Presley, on the show this week. Mm-hmm. Do we have a clip of that, actually? Happy anniversary, guys. Thank you, Elvis. Why his men say only fools rush in. He's appearing at the uh, Hard Rock in Atlantic City. And, of course, there's the big blockbuster movie. It's not okay at the box office. Last I checked, it did about $50 million. Yeah. You're not talking about Tom Cruise Top Gun deal, but uh, pretty no. well. Boy, that Jurassic Park movie was a bomb. I told I told you, after opening week of that, it was going to go down. Because it's kind of funny, and I guess, you know what, I guess it isn't funny, because it word of mouth seems to really affect movies. Yeah. Always has. Oh, sure. And I was thinking maybe, you know, in the world we live in, it would be less so, but I guess you can go online and talk about things, and so, cause it seems like everybody went to see Top Gun the first weekend went, it's amazing. If right. you haven't seen it, go see it. Right. The and same way is. everybody went to uh, Jurassic Park and went, oh my God, it's terrible. Don't bother. Yeah. And so it's kind of killed it the following week. It's just, it hasn't made as nearly as much money as they thought it was going to make. I think the anticipation of Top Gun added to that as well, though, because yeah. because there's, how many Jurassic Park movies are there? Are there seven? Yeah. Between all the different... Yeah, but you know what? The Pirates of the Caribbean, the Fast Five, the Fast and Furious, I mean, all of those yeah. seem to make money every I don't time think, they make it. But how I'm, many Spider-Man movies are there? There are, but I don't think that they, they have the hype of what Top Gun has had, especially because with yeah. COVID, Top Gun was delayed coming out at two years, I think. So I think the anticipation was really high. And the movie was fantastic. I saw someone on my Facebook post that they were going to the theater to see it for the seventh time. That's now, what I mean. I like movies and I like to rewatch them, but seven times? It's only been out for a month. Yeah, That's it's a little excessive, <laughs> but I, I do think it's all word of mouth. Yeah, you know, people no. just, oh, it's good. Oh, I guess I got to go be, oh, I guess I got to go be part of this thing <laughs> that everybody's doing, you know? Oh, everybody's watching Stranger well, Things. I guess I better watch well, Stranger Things. And that's fine. Yeah. Right? We'll talk about Buzz and talk about movies that you've seen many, many times. Mm-hmm. Were we surprised by this? Because, I mean, I knew the movie was coming out, but I was surprised we got our first look at the film, the first trailer yeah. for Hocus Pocus Part 2. Yes. Starring the great Divine Miss M herself, Bette Midler. Yes. Here's a little bit of it. It's coming out September 30th on Disney. Look up your children. Yes, they are 
Oh, that's pretty good. I'm so excited. I can't even tell you. I cannot tell you. You can tell that Sarah Jessica Parker and Bet and uh, Kathy Najemi just get a real kick out of playing these roles. It's yeah. going to be a lot of fun to yuck it up like that. Oh, I would imagine so. Because they're not doing like serious Shakespearean acting when they're playing witches. No, no. So they're having a ball, you can tell. And it's been almost 30 years since the first one, kind of like Top Gun. It's been, and, and I think fans of the movie have wanted it for forever. And you would describe this as your all-time favorite movie. Yes. It was the first movie I saw in, that I can recall seeing in theaters when I was a kid. I got to figure that this is going to be a hit. And in part, it'll be kind of the same deal as Top Gun. Because with, like with Top Gun, it's been 30 years yeah. since the previous mm-hmm. came out. I think so. But I also know that it's not it's not an action movie. It is a Disney movie. And the thing that I'm kind of bummed about is they're not, I don't believe they're doing a theater release at all. It's just going to go straight to Disney+. Plus. Okay, so then that raises an interesting question. I know how important this is to you. I know what a fan you are. Yeah. But I also know how cheap I am. <laughs> and we just canceled Disney+. Plus. No, I, we have to get Disney+. Plus again. So we're getting it again. We, I ha- if it doesn't come in theaters, we have to, I have to get it Because you remember, be, I am... A huge Paul McCartney fan, and I waited months. I can't wait to see the Beatle documentary I I, I because can't. I didn't want to pay the eight bucks for. I Disney. waited thirty years. <laughs> okay, we're paying the eight bucks. You're paying the eight bucks. I'm getting Disney Plus. Well, maybe can we cancel something for a week and then get I back on care. another one? I don't care what you know. You these people do. that do couponing. Can we do the same thing with our <laughs> streaming services? Yes, or someone can just invite me over and I'll watch it with them. Or oh, that sounds like a great or, idea. You know who I bet has Disney Plus? Nor'easter Nick. He probably that would be very fun to watch with Nor'easter. I bet Nick. you he's got a bigger TV than us. Probably. Or we can maybe talk to somebody in our promotions department and we could do a full screening on a movie theater somewhere. And well, if they're not releasing it to theaters, they're not releasing it to theaters. Well, why can't can't someone who has a streaming just put it on the big screen? You're going to screw around with Mickey Mouse and copyright laws? That sounds like a horrible idea. Well, if someone is paying for it, why is that? I'm not saying I Uh own the rights You've been served. You know what I mean? That sounds terrible. Why can't you display it on a big screen? Because have you not... Listen, you of all people who grew up with all those VHS tapes as a little girl, you don't remember the first thing that comes on the screen it's FBI warning I'm not trying to I'm not trying to pirate the movie I'm not trying to make you copies of it You also can't screen it Why? I'm because not... that, that's part of what that FBI thing no, says at the beginning of every no, DVD No only if I charge people to do that if I'm just inviting people over to come and watch my movie screening What are you the Dalai Lama thing. doing public service for the community Whatever if Behold I... my fellow countrymen I, Rochelle, am screening for you the new Focus Pocus. I think it would be amazing. <laughs> come one, come all. <laughs> that is such a weird analogy. What do you think, Dolly? Because I want to watch a movie in the theater? Okay. What? what are you, Gandhi? How about that? What are you, Mother Teresa? No, not any better. No, not at all. What are you, Elon Musk? Okay, you're ridiculous. Well, I'm glad you're excited. I'm very excited. Do we want to put a link to the uh, movie trailer on the Robbie and Rochelle Facebook? It's already there. Okay. <laughs> this is holiday weekend eve. As we like to call it, in time for a big Thursday CBB, the Community Bulletin Board, the final CBB of June, by the way, mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy to think about. If you got one you want to send into us, you can do it on the Robbie and Rochelle in the Morning page at 1071thebosscom on our Facebook page, on the Robbie and Rochelle Facebook, that works too, or text us, 774-4444. If you get a community event, something for charity, something like that, let us know. We love to uh, shine the spotlight on them right here on the CBB. The Sibub Hazlitt Fireworks Show is happening Saturday night, Veterans Park, free parking, Food trucks, a whole lot more fireworks, about 8.30, hazlitttwp.org 
for more information on that firework display. Of course, there's a ton of those this weekend. Yes. Yeah. And we posted some of them on our Boss website. You can get all the Boss events right there, 1071theboss.com. Marlboro Farmer's Market happening this Sunday, 9 to 1. Locally grown, made produce, jams, cheese, meats, mm. beer, spirits, desserts, gelato. Okay. Breads, dips, and a whole lot more. Again, all locally made and, so- or made and sourced. Marlboro-nj.gov for the info on the Marlboro Farmer's Market. It's Fan Appreciation and Fireworks Night at the Meadowlands Racetrack. It's going on Saturday night at 6. Dollar concession items, drink specials, free fireworks display after the final horse race, and a whole lot more. It's playmeadowlands.com for information. Boss Ruddy's be on tour with Tom Cunningham. He is introducing uh, Asbury Jukes, Southside Johnny, on their summer stage, 4th of July weekend. That's uh, this Saturday night, starting at 8 o'clock. And then Sunday night, Michelle is live, and then she'll bring Pet Benatar and Neil Giraldo on stage for 1071 Presents Pet Benatar at the Basie. Get all our events right there, 1071theboss.com. See where the Boss Roadies are on tour. A couple of things we thought you, yes, you, needed to know this morning. All right, over to the Celebrity Hotline. It's an all-new second season of Fright Club on Discovery Plus Travel Channel. There's Marcus from the Ghost Brothers and Jack Osborne from the Osbournes. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Well, congratulations. Uh, you got the big premiere going on tonight. Fright Club is back for another season uh, over there on the Travel Channel, Discovery Plus app. Uh, boy, this show is a lot of fun. We checked out a couple episodes here just <laughs> of the new season just before talking to you. You guys have a lot of fun doing it, it looks like. Oh, it's honestly, it's like the best. Rochelle was saying that she uh, doesn't think she could I, do it because she gets so... There's no way I could even walk into one of these places, let alone attempt to set up some sort of scare. On, I, I, could, I would just die. I couldn't do it. <laughs> well, the good thing about this one is that uh, we actually are in a studio, so we just watching the clips this time instead of creating the clips. Oh, okay. So how did you guys uh, match up to do this? Jack, how did you get to know uh, Marcus, the other Ghost Brothers? So I had, um, I shot something with Dalen like two two years before we started the show. And Dalen and I got along really well. And I was always a fan of the Ghost Brothers and, and the shows that they've been doing. And I just was like, oh, I, want, I wanted to do a show with them. And I expressed to the network that I wanted to. And we've thrown around a couple ideas. And then they came to they came to both the Ghost Brothers and myself with this idea of like, all right, let's do Fright Club, let's sit around and let's all you know share stuff we find on the internet and just have a have a laugh. And it's fun because it kind of I was in because it, it's a different way to do paranormal. Yeah, you know, so much paranormal it got super serious and everyone was like wear black and you know be you know talk about how there's like demonic possessions everywhere. And this is like us just having fun, trying to freak each other out. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm up for that. Now, to give people an idea of what we're talking about here, I know at the uh, end of the episode you're doing something called the Nightmare Clip, which uh, you know wins like the award for the scariest deal of the day. Can, can you give us like what you remember about one of these Nightmare Clips people are going to see in the upcoming season here? Man, what was the most nightmarish clip? <laughs> oh, Marcus, you go. You go first. I, I still, I, I'm still going to lean into the baby um, standing on the baby carriage unassisted uh, ghost <laughs> nanny. That was probably one of the craziest and most nightmare. Because I'm like, if I see my baby, I got a three-year-old. Sure. If I see my son just like randomly <laughs> standing on his beam, just crying. <laughs> I'm going to be so nervous. So, yeah, that, that was probably one of the scariest ones that I saw this year. It was a very, it was a very, very like intriguing video. That's terrifying. It's so fun. <laughs> Nothing scary about a nanny, but then you say ghost nanny, and it becomes a terrifying thought. You know what I mean? I mean, it just sounds scary as hell. You got some celebrities coming on this year too. You got Howie Mandel. You got uh, Montel, uh, Jamie Kennedy. So that's got to be fun to bring them into the fold too. 
Oh, absolutely. It was great. It was, it was, and the fun thing is, a lot of the times we wouldn't know who, who, because you know, we're all trying to like win. So <laughs> sometimes I'll bring a guest in, or you know, Marcus will, or you know, Dalen, and so it's. We don't know who's about to come on the screen, so it's kind of fun. Yeah, Howie is in the uh, first episode, and again, we just saw some clips here, but there's, uh, you've got video, uh, like a Loch Ness Monster video or something like that, is that right? Yep. So what's the deal there? Yeah, his thoughts on that. So she had some sort of footage of the Loch Ness Monster or something like that? Yeah, exactly. Okay, it's hard to tell from these clips exactly what it's going to be. <laughs> I just want to know more, guys. I just want to know more. We can't wait! <laughs> so what we, what we do is usually we'll have a clip that either some, you know, Howie may be like, you know, posted about at some point, or... Uh. You know, any guests that we have on, they have a contributing kind of connection to the clip to kind of help spell it. They're kind of like the, the backup to the clip. Got it. Well, season two premieres tonight, 10 o'clock, Travel Channel. It's also on the Discovery Plus app. Uh, it's called Fright Club. It's a lot of fun to watch. If you've seen the Ghost Brothers, you're going to love this with uh, Jack Osborne as well. Jack, before we uh, let you run, i got to ask you a question that I've been wondering forever. Does everybody? It seems like everybody does an impression of your dad. I wonder, do you do <laughs> your dad's catchphrase, you know, yelling your mom's name? Uh, is it, do you do that too? Uh, I don't, but I, but I will make fun of him sometimes. <laughs> yeah, no one talks quite like you. You're so well spoken, Jack, and no one speaks quite like your dad. He's got his own way of talking. Well, exactly. You know, he kind of, you know, he marches to the beat of his own drum. <laughs> well, give everybody in the family our best. And uh, Marcus, thank you for being with us too. Good luck on the season, guys. Thank you so much. Who were we talking to the other night at dinner? Oh, is Nerissa uh, Nick's husband, Brandon? Mm-hmm. He said uh, favorite show of all time, West Wing. I said, "Oh, oh man, yeah. I can I can certainly agree with that. That's a great show." Mm-hmm. I just uh, I know it's not realistic because everybody gets along and compromises, <laughs> well, and sort you know, of, good things do yes. happen occasionally. But I'll tell you what, it does get you thinking. That's one of those uh, shows where you watch it and you go, "Man, that'd be kind of fun to do that job." And I never wanted to be the president. I know that might sound shocking, <laughs> <laughs> you know, ruler of the universe, maybe sure, president, sure. not so much. That's mm-hmm. a that's a rough gig, okay? Absolutely. But I would yeah. watch that show, and I, I we just watched it again. A couple of years ago, mm-hmm. not that long ago. And I thought to myself, I would love to be one of the presidential advisors. You know, you're in the room, but right. you're not the guy. Right. Okay. Right. You could make help make the decisions. You don't without... get blamed for for everything. That's what, what I'm saying. Right or wrong. Yeah. Really. But it'd be really fun to be one of those people doing all the backroom <laughs> sure. deals and all that. Yeah. So if I was advising our current president, I would tell him he has got to fire the lady that runs the CDC, the other Rochelle, Dr. Oh, Walensky. Sure. And I'll tell you why, because the public relations between CDC and public, horrible. <laughs> now, believe it or not, what I'm mentioning here has nothing to do with the whole COVID debacle that's been going on for it's two years. Pox? It's the monkeypox. <laughs> so Dr. Walensky, who's the current head of the CDC, says the administration is going to widen access to monkeypox vaccine. And the uh, article here that I've got from uh, the website Stat, and I looked them up. They're non-political. It's just a okay. It's a science information and, yeah, that kind of thing. Current sure. events website here. They said they're going to need to broaden the availability of monkeypox vaccine in a change of direction for administration policy because they're trying to contain a growing outbreak of the disease. And so she gives out a statement. Uh, as soon as we have more vaccines available, we'll, of course, continue to expand. it's a virus. Is it... Is it considered a disease or are they not? Are those Well, not- it's funny. They call all the viruses diseases. Right. Like if you had a flu. Different. Yeah. A disease is something different. Like than diabetes a virus. is a disease. Right. A monkey pox will go away, hopefully. Well, yeah. <laughs> I guess especially um, it'd be wise to address an expansion at the time we have more vaccine, blah, 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 blah. And that's fine. I mean, I guess if you're frightened of getting monkey pox or you think you're well, at sure, risk, sure. you can get it here. But again, remember just a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. they're saying it's, it's of no threat. Right. And then before that, they said the likelihood that it 
that anybody other than two or three people who happen to travel to a foreign country, mm-hmm. very unlikely. And now they're like, yeah, we should probably all get vaccinated. Yeah. And of course, this is right after this whole nightmare of the past couple of years right. with everything that went on. I'm telling you, I mean, she might be might be true that they just don't know what they're doing and then they, they get more information and they... Sure. They should fire her. I'm telling you. They should. <laughs> I don't wish her to be unemployed. It's no, not, that's of not what I'm not. trying to say. I right, don't wish anybody not. be unemployed. Right. But just from a public relations standpoint, from a public confidence standpoint, I just think good. that people are not listening anymore. Right. So I right. think they, they, it's ridiculous. She that's has four different need, stories in the past couple of weeks. They need to change the name because monkeypox just sounds ridiculous. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. That's my two cents on the whole on the whole matter. <laughs> it just you people know, would what? take people would take it more seriously. Seriously, they, if it wasn't called monkeypox, I mean? don't know. I like even the same as the chickenpox. Why do you call it that? It sounds yeah. weird. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'll temper what I just said. Maybe they don't need to fire her. They need to have somebody else. You know, Another get Matthew advisor. McConaughey or somebody. Go out there. And go <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. All right. All right. All right. Here's here's the deal. Things things are getting worse. So what we know is no. Stay away from monkeys. Okay. <laughs> If you see That's a monkey, you just walk away. You don't want to get the monkey pox. You know what I mean? Just drive your Lincoln where it's the plastic uh-huh. gloves. Be all uh-huh. set. That's what I suggest they do. Okay. And I know that the science, I get it. There's going to be, uh, dear Robbie and Rochelle, mm-hmm. the science changed and that's why the direction has changed. I do understand that, but there's a crisis going on every day at the CDC. Yeah. And she's the face of the CDC. Well, they need a new person. She's very dramatic. You know? Just, I- or just keep it consistent. You know, like Colonel Sanders. He's fine. <laughs> Same guy every time you see KFC. He's not saying crazy things. It's the same old fried chicken. Okay. Well, we solved that, didn't we? It solved everything. Maybe you should apply to be the advisor for the CDC. There you go. Well, I'm not saying I want to be an advisor. I'm not saying that I you should be. You want to be behind the scenes, like on the West my, They need a person who is the, the face of it, the spokesperson, mm-hmm. the brand ambassador. Yeah. And that person could be an expert. They could just be a hired help. But just somebody to make you feel a little better is what you're saying? Yeah, but these, uh, oh my God, oh my God, running around like the earth is on fire every two days. And, and then, oh no, everything's fine. Oh, wait a minute, it's not fine. Uh-huh. That's where people just don't Very pay attention. Because one of these days there is going to be a horrible thing and everyone's going to think it's, a, you know, uh, stay away from the monkeys. Mm-hmm. Or in fact, it is dangerous, you know right, what I mean? So, right, I mean, I'm not, and again, I'm not saying that it's not <laughs> dangerous. I understand if you are unlucky to get monkey pox, it'd be terrible. Yeah. But. You know what I'm saying? It's not going to kill you on contact is what I'm trying Maybe to say. Maybe just rewatch the Western rather than reading and watching the regular news. That's fair enough. You'll feel better. That's fair enough. <laughs> Clearly, I'm not cut out for any of this kind of work. <laughs> I'm not even sure I'm qualified for this job, to be honest with you. Time for hashtag mom. Every morning, 72920, we hear from moms, occasionally from dads. Sure. I'm sure there's a mom out there who would be, that's what we need, is someone, a spokesperson who could just mom us a, a mom. little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, now be careful when you go out there and make sure that you don't go in the pool at least 30 minutes after eating, okay? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I need a mom from Wisconsin. I from. guess so. I was going to say, why does your mom have that accent? Send them in, use the hashtag. We share them here every morning, 72920 and 920. Nikki G said, getting a kid to leave a water park is like having a drunk friend try to leave the bar at closing time. <laughs> they always have a reason to stretch it out. What's up there, Stumble McStumbly? <laughs> at Oy Vey Lady. <laughs> Yeah. Said this funeral would be a lot more fun if we could go in the big hot tub. That would be my Jewish kid talking about the giant baptismal fountain in, in the church. Well, okay. <laughs> I can see where he's coming from if he was not uh, informed on the subject. Sure. Dylan Murphy said, My five year old's lunch bag came home yesterday with a bunch of noodles in it. The mess is obviously frustrating, but I'm mostly be- confused because I didn't send him to camp with any noodles. Just remember, if you get the monkey pox, mommy will kiss it for you, make it all better. <laughs> Hashtag mom. Every morning, 720 and 920, send one in right here.
Did you see this uh, story yesterday? There's a Norwegian cruise ship that hit an iceberg near Alaska. Oh, my gosh. It's supposed to be a nine-night Alaskan cruise, but the ship crashed from an iceberg off the Alaskan coast over the weekend, and it returned to Seattle. I guess it departed from Seattle, was headed up toward Alaska. You coast along, and summer's supposed to be beautiful. Yeah. Not as cold right. in Alaska, but they sent it back to Seattle. Now, it did not sink or anything like that. but <laughs> There ima- was not a Titanic situation I here. mean, good Lord, that just feeds into every fear that someone who says, I don't know if I like boats. And I am one of those people, yeah, by the way. I, yeah. Let me rephrase that. I, you go out on Joe's boat, mm-hmm. you get a friend that's got a little little yacht or some yeah. deal. Absolutely. I'll go out there, have a little charcuterie, not a problem. <laughs> Even a nice sail, a good-sized sailboat would be just fine. Right. But there's something to me when you're out on these big cruise ships, you can't get off, you're in the middle, you know, you're 200 miles off coast in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Cell service don't work out there. Everything is just on the boat. That's where yeah. I start getting a little nervous. It got a little more shaky for me when you heard about you know, people get uh, bacterial infections. Or you get a whole boat where that's true. Five hundred people have got COVID or the flu or that's something all true. at once. That freaks me out a little. Mm-hmm. But then, boy, this—I mean, this is almost a replay of oh, "I'll never let go, Jack." <laughs> Holy crap! That's really scary. I, I've always wanted to go to Alaska. I've heard it's gorgeous. Yeah. I've heard the cruises are beautiful because you do—you cruise right by the icebergs and you see the whales and you see the polar bears and yeah, that's beautiful. That is. Now, hang on though. a second. I'm not sure they have polar bears in Alaska, do they? No, they, no I don't think they do. I think that's Antarctica. They, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying you see nature, I guess is my point. I brought Coca-Cola for them and everything. <laughs> the Norwegian Sun, that's the name of the boat, transitioning to Hubbard Glacier in Alaska when the ship made the contact with the Growler. That's the uh, small iceberg. That's a term for a small iceberg. Okay. Had less than 3.3 feet of ice showing above the water. Oh, wow. 6.6 feet in width. Of course, it was much deeper below. After the impact, the ship changed course they head back to Juneau and then uh, back to Seattle. Once they went back to Juneau, Alaska realized it wasn't going to sink immediately. Right. They're like, let's just bring everybody back and refund them. You can go on a cruise <laughs> in a different time. I'll tell you why. I'd be like, no. I'd be kissing the ground the minute I got off that boat. The difference is, is when Titanic happened, <laughs> they didn't have the communication like they have now. They didn't have the helicopters that could fly. They it. It just was different. It's it was, true, but one of the reasons we're still talking about Titanic 200, 150 years later, whatever it is, 1912, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, all right, 110 right. years, okay, <laughs> is because they made a big spectacle. You back and read the old newspaper articles. Safest boat there's ever been. Right. The damn thing sunk hours after it took right. off. Right. You know? It, it did. I mean, it did. <laughs> Yes, it did. It did, and actually, its sister ship also sank. So that was that was years later, which is or two or three years later, which is also scary. But, but I, I know what you're going to say. None of this has anything to do with us going on a little cruise to the Bahamas. Okay, that's no. what you're going to well, say. That is so. What my, I was somehow say. comparing so, a 1912 boat crash and going on a vacation has nothing to right. do with each other. You going to Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville and <laughs> then the Caribbean is a little different than wanting to take an Alaskan cruise. While I have always wanted to do that, but I do. Well, understand. I thought you've taken many cruises. I, I have. I love going on cruises. I think they're wonderful i do understand if you have motion sickness or you i i really don't get it people say i get claustrophobic these ships are not small it's the size of a mall that's floating on the water i gotta tell you i get claustrophobic so we were just traveling a week or so ago i start hyperventilating sometimes out of nowhere Mm -hmm. even on an airplane well that's when you go on a cruise ship then you have to get a room that has either at least a porthole or a balcony you can't be and now we're talking you know double the price well, which is you, another well, you gotta problem. Do what you got to do if you're going to be on the cruise ship. I mean, for these kind of prices, I'll just get my own boat. Okay? No, you won't. Are you kidding? Me? What is it? What is the average price? Would you say for you a? Can, uh, you can go on a five night cruise for like five hundred bucks, and that includes all your food. But hang on, for me to get on the boat and be satisfied you, with the accommodations, we're talking five, about five grand a no, night, no, no, are we not? No, no, 
know, maybe maybe for the whole trip, $1,200. No way, Jose. Yes, you can get fantastic deals on cruises, but you have to pay, you have to get to the cruise. So if it's leaving from Florida or wherever it's leaving, you have to pay to go there. Uh-huh. And then you also pay, have to pay for your booze. That's not included on the ship. So they do include, include your room and your food, but the booze is not included. Is there a package where I can't include the booze? Yes, there are, but... Now, now we're talking five now grand. Talk- not five grand. No, no, I'm telling you, there. it's an affordable vacation. You know what's it funny really about is. this is this is the only, a cruise ship, uh, taking a cruise is the only price tag that I overestimate versus <laughs> underestimate. It's true. We were having a conversation yesterday, I think it was, where I was complaining, uh, I have a sweater, I love to wear it, and mm-hmm. it's, it's just warm enough that you put it on with shorts, even if it's a little breezy outside, right. it's nice, but you wore a little... Uh, polo shirt underneath it and i notice sometimes that you know it, when you don't have your whole shirt out your eye is drawn to your collar sure and my collar's all wrinkled and it's because somewhere in our last move we lost our iron mm-hmm. misplaced our iron we don't have an iron right now no. and, and somehow we've gotten away with not ironing at all you just throw it in the dryer i and didn't fluff really it up iron a little bit before. but i've got a shirt that i really think looks good it's a blue shirt goes with my blue sweater yes and the collar looks all frumpy and I said, gee, I really wish we had an iron. Maybe we should pick one up. And you say, oh, really? This you want to spend money on? And it's like 100 bucks. I said, it is not 100 bucks. <laughs> it's like 10 bucks. What well, was 40? So I'm always remembering well, the price of things. for a crappy one, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm always you... remembering the price of things 20 years ago, <laughs> apparently except for cruise ships. Well, you've never been on one, so you don't know. It'd be kind of neat as a charter a pirate ship. A pirate ship? You know? What? Wouldn't that be kind of fun? No, that sounds terrible. Why? What are you, Jack Sparrow? That's what I mean. Fly? Hello, friends. <laughs> I'm just drinking whiskey right from the bottle. No. I'm <laughs> Wearing a bandana. A pirate ship. Put on some eyeliner. Well, luckily, everybody on that Norwegian cruise ship is uh, back in Seattle yes. and is just fine and can stop at Starbucks, which <laughs> to me would be a better vacation anyway. <laughs> Going to become a thirsty Thursday tradition. Mm-hmm. Do people still celebrate Thirsty Thursday? Well, we do around we here. Do. <laughs> thirsty Monday, Thirsty Tuesday. How about this? We call it Tipsy or Toddler. We have lined up phone calls. Now, it hasn't happened every single week, but we've lined up enough phone callers that we'd give it a shot this week. They tell us a kind of a crazy story. Yes. And you say to yourself, now, wait a minute. Did that happen when they were just a little kid who didn't know any better? Mm-hmm. Their parents dragging them along by the arm? Or did this happen when they were a drunk moron? Okay? <laughs> when they just they got hammered, they got plastered from tipping back just a little too much. Tipsy or toddler. You get the premise? Here mm-hmm. we go. Let's go to line one. Um, I freed all the hamsters from the pet store. <laughs> freed all the hamsters from the pet store. Sounds like something you would do. I would do that. Totally stone so, cold sober. Sober now as an adult. Let's free all the animals. <laughs> and listen, I, I certainly appreciate a yeah. cute little furry animal, but I don't know that that would be, I think that's illegal to to do that because they are allowed they are allowed as a pet store to have the animals <laughs> yes. in a containment unit. Yeah, I guess I would, I'm going to say she was a toddler. No, I'm going to say kid. she was a toddler yeah. as well. I think you're right. I was a little kid. Okay. I've always been an animal lover my whole life, and I just hated seeing the animals caged up. So my best friend's parents owned this pet shop, and their daughter and I ended up letting all the hamsters out because it was just the right thing to do. Now, I wonder where the hamsters ended up. If they went running, yeah. probably, that probably did was not the best yeah. the best future for them. No, 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 especially if they're used to being fed from a little bowl that just comes into their their cage every day. They meet but. some sarcastic alley cat like, Hey, <laughs> yeah. uh, welcome to my welcome to my alley. How you doing? Is this a Disney movie? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Better than cracking open the uh the fish tank. You don't yeah. want the poor no, fish don't. flapping on the floor. Free the fish. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> or here's Joan back on line three. I was hospitalized for eating preparation age. Oh my gosh. Oh, jeez. That's so 
That's so gross. I should probably be hospitalized because I can't get enough preparation. I, I hope it was a fresh tube at least. <laughs> I'm going to say she was drunk. I'm going to say she was drunk too. Rummaging through the bathroom. I was a little kid. Oh. oh. I was really little, and ended up going to my grandma's bathroom cabinet. Oh. I was in the hospital for a full day due to the chemical poisoning. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I'm glad you're okay. I can see that, how that would look like birthday frosting. Yeah, for sure. And grandmas have always got that kind of, they got the stuff for the uh, dentures, you know, that pink (laughs) goo that they used to use. I don't think they use that stuff anymore. Yeah, (laughs) <laughs> this really has nothing to do with anything, but I'm just having a memory back to being a kid mm-hmm. and staying over at Grandma's house when I was a little kid. And I wanted to, I'm I'm, I'm still obsessive about making sure I clean my ears oh, with the yes, little with Q-tips. Q-tips? Mm-hmm. And I wanted uh, I wanted a different one for each ear. My grandmother would only give me one. She couldn't understand why I needed two. Because I told her I really? wanted one for the inner ear and then the outer ear. Yeah. And then I wanted a different one for in and out on the other side. She was like, you can have one. I use so. like five when I clean my ears. That's what, well, gonna, once you take it out, you can't stick it back in. That's nasty. This is why I love you. All right, let's go to Lisa on line one. Hi, Lisa. Hi, good morning. So I'm riding in the back of a, in the back seat of an old Jeep International and it's snowy, snowy day and we hit a patch of black ice and circle, circle, circle and then hit the guardrail and the next thing you know, the back window pops open and I am ass over teacups going down the snowy hill. Oh my gosh. Wow. This is a toddler. Wow, that's a little. So w- now, hang on a second. You you were not you're not suggesting you were driving, right? You're saying you're a passenger in the car. I was car. Not driving. I was in the back seat. He's okay, in the back so seat. T- I'm going to say you were a little kid who unfortunately was having a bad, bumpy ride. I- I'm going to hope for the sake of your body, just because I think if you had some alcohol in you, it wouldn't hurt so much that you were tipsy. Uh, no, Bobby is correct. I was, in fact, a toddler. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. I was a toddler, and I don't even know. It. I must have been the old, quote-unquote, car seats with just, like, the, you know, the little silver bar across that you ride in. It's kind of like a basket. Yeah. And I flew out the back and then down the hill. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank God you're okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. I certainly hope there wasn't any drinking going on in the car. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know... With my dad, you never know. Yeah. In a different time. Different time, yeah. (laughs) We'll just assume that wasn't the case. Well, thank you, Lisa. (laughs) We appreciate you sharing with us. No problem. Man, that was kind of a scary twist on this whole thing. Yeah. (laughs) I was hoping again that there was, it was just. She was in the back and being picked up by an Uber driver or something and happened just to hit Yeah, I kind of like the idea. But... You got a bunch of bunch of drunk film and Louise. Well, that's what I'm thinking. But... <laughs> I'm glad no one was hurt. Man. Wow. <laughs> Tipsy or toddler. Maybe today is your last day of uh, work and then you're heading out for a big holiday weekend. Nice when the 4th of July is on a Monday, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that's so good. Yes. You can always catch up with us on demand or take us with you or hear the show on the app, whatever you want to do. Robbie and Michelle, the morning page. We're streaming on demand. Put your earbuds in, 1071theboss.com on that boss app or wherever you get your podcast. You can connect with us right there. Stay in touch over the holidays, okay? God bless America. Yes. Time for Robbie and Michelle's Fast Five. Five big old trending stories. Thought you needed to know. Be in the know. Number five to number one. We will count down and start at number five. Well, this could have uh, this could have been a mom confessions. Here's a mom who decided to record this on her phone. She's talking to her young daughter who says, Mom, what's that? It's a cassette tape. Okay. That mom has. Cleaning out the basement. I've got some of my childhood boxes out here, and my daughter says this. What What did you just ask me? It looks like some ancient history storyteller. Ancient history. <laughs> this is a cassette tape. This is how we used to listen to music. Oh, man. <laughs> That just, uh, that's not even funny. That just, that just hurts me right here. 
I don't think the kids would know. That was like Brutus with a knife to my heart. I really don't think that the kids would know what a, con- a cassette Our kids? Tape- yeah. They wouldn't know what it is? I don't. Grayson, he found a VHS and he said it was a movie in a box. He <laughs> well, he's really, not wrong. He's not wrong, but he didn't realize that you had to just put that whole thing in the VCR player. He thought that there was a movie inside of the box that was holding the film. Like, he, he didn't understand. <laughs> well, he, under, he knows what vinyl is, right? Because they go to they, the mall. They and- do know what vinyl. They know that because it's popular again, but the... I don't know if they would know what a cassette tape is. There was something so satisfying just to have that warm cassette tape, pop it in there and <laughs> listen to it. Oh, man, after you record something. That's so sad. <laughs> the payphones, you know, they weren't, they were pretty gross. Yeah. I know, I know that that's such a big loss, but tapes were fun. Mm-hmm. Sound quality was terrible, but there was something <laughs> nice about that. Okay. That's kind of like this show. <laughs> Number four, there's a mayor in Australia. Good day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. Who's apologized after she got drunk and crashed into a tree. Oh, my god! Making it even more unfortunate, it was two hours after she met with families of drunk driving victims in the city. No, stop it. I made a serious error of judgment. Yeah, I would say you so. Think? I think we call that the Charlie Sheen. <laughs> what are you doing? Wow. Duh. Winning. That's when the deputy mayor goes, is this great? Here's my big chance. <laughs> She's totally going to get removed. Yeah. Number three, a new study shows that almost six out of ten Americans feel that they could be an action movie star. I'm not making really? this up. 35% say they cite action movies when they're thinking about their fitness goals. Wow. In other words, I'd like to look more like Chris Hemsworth or something like that. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get wanting to look like them, but thinking that you can do what they do. Well, I'm not sure that they, uh, you know, they're not saying they have superpowers, mm-hmm. but they just feel that if they put in the time and maybe they see Tom Cruise running around at 60 years old and, and figure he can if, do it? If, if he can do it, maybe I can oh, do it. Oh, sure. If you put your mind to it and you train for years and years and years, you can do anything. But Sometimes doesn't... I see a little economy car or like a Mini Cooper and I think to myself, I could pick it up. Like, like lift it? Yeah. I mean, you think you could lift I don't a- think I could pick it up over my head, but I feel like one of those little small cars, I'm a uh-huh. pretty big fella. Yeah. If I crouched down, yeah. remember I wore one of those uh, belts so you don't get a hernia, mm-hmm. I feel like if I picked it up by the back bumpers, I could lift the tires I'm off the ground. I'm going to let you know you can't. You, you, you can't. You, you struggle to pick up our moving boxes when we are moving. There's no way <laughs> I not you can pick up a Volkswagen. I got Volkswagen. a little winded, I'll admit that. But I- <laughs> You're like, what is this book? I can't. <laughs> like, it was the pillows. Wow. You know, you're, you're a very encouraging partner. I want you to know that. <laughs> Just saying. You always build me up and I've make me feel good. I've seen you move. I've seen there. You can't pick up a Volkswagen. I have dreams. <laughs> They're not going to happen. <laughs> okay. I'm a real boy. You are not. Hey, why don't you work at the unemployment office? Denied. <laughs> Any work this week? No. Denied. <laughs> Number two, some guy got escorted off a flight that was going uh, from your hometown, Detroit, to Denver uh. after he accidentally airdropped a picture of his penis <gasps> to everyone that had an iPhone on the Ew, plane. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm talking to this guy. We're just making friends. And I say to him, oh, my God, I just got an airdrop from Larry's iPad. And so I accept it. And there it was. It was a picture of, like, a woman's face and, like, a little bit, little bit of pee-pee at the bottom. And I look over and I said, are you Larry? And he said, yes, I am. Did you mean to send me this? And he said, yes, I did. <gasps> and I said, are you sending to everybody? And he said, yes, I am. So we do think he has like a kink and like, he's totally going to like think about it. <laughs> First of all, that I don't know who she is, but she needs a show. There's some lady that happened to be on the airplane sitting next to this guy. Now, I thought when I read this story that this was a, an accident. Yeah. But apparently this is just his deal. He has a little bit of a kink. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh. I, you know, to his defense, there are a lot of people now that mm-hmm. like to take these sexy... Everyone's an amateur porn star these days. Here's my pee-pee. <laughs> Yeah, what is that? He showed a little bit of pee-pee. Why would she call it that? 
I mean, even wiener would have been a little more fun. <laughs> You're not going to say penis. I mean, what is that? Pee-pee. That's so... Oh, man. A little man. bit of pee-pee. <laughs> <laughs> How does the airdrop thing work? By the way, so if you have an iPhone, it'll connect with any other iPhone in the right. vicinity. Is if that your, how it is? If your Wi-Fi is on, it'll automatically, it, you can send it to anyone that has connection or that has an open Wi-Fi. Okay. See, but usually you don't accept a, a airdrop from someone you don't know, or I wouldn't at least because you could my get experience a little on bit the air- of <laughs> My experience on the airplane is that the Wi-Fi, I can't even stream a movie and this guy's able to send dick pics everywhere. <laughs> Kind of impressive. <laughs> All right, bonus story for you. You're going to like this. I guess I should say uh, good news and bad news. Mm. Uh, Johnny Depp says he has not been offered $300 million to return to Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> as Jack Sparrow. Aww. Representatives uh, for Johnny said this rumor uh, was made up, although they appreciate the love and support from fans, and Johnny would entertain playing the good captain one more time. I'm sure for $300 million, he'd entertain playing anything. No? He also said, suck it, Amber. Suck it. <laughs> I do think he's going to play Captain Jack again. I think uh, they're going to let the uh, dust settle here, and uh, people are... I mean, listen, he's, he, he is not an angel, but no, I, I do think uh, no. the public would be just fine if he keeps making movies. I think you're right. I do think you're right. I think uh, Amber's probably headed for a lifetime. You know? Yeah, if she's lucky. <laughs> if she's lucky. Her and Lindsay are going to be doing a movie. <laughs> bonus, bonus story for you. There's a guy in Idaho. You know, I love these. He's officially broken a Guinness World Record by walking 3.4 miles while balancing a guitar on his chin. All right, here's our guitar. <laughs> Four pounds, ten ounces. There's the video of the guy doing this. What hurts? Just like oh your my chin? Or, oh. Yeah, I'm sure your neck does hurt. How far did he walk? 3.4 miles. Oh my god! I'm just impressed. I couldn't walk three miles. Never mind <laughs> do it balancing a guitar on my chin. Imagine that. I'd be wearing one of those donuts around my neck forever. Yeah, I think that would be really, really tough to do. Wow. Well, congratulations on your Guinness World Record. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, you're never going to talk to that guy without him going, Hey, I ever tell you about the time I balanced a guitar? Yes, oh, Bob. Yeah. You told me you balance a guitar on your chin. That's his forever story. Absolutely. All right. I, that sucked. Let's do bonus, bonus, bonus story uh, during an Instagram live chat. <laughs> With Alec Baldwin. Apparently, Alec has his own Instagram live chat show. Mm -hmm. He invited on Woody Allen. Now, here's a little clip of Woody talking about whether or not he's going to make another movie. A lot of the thrill is gone because it doesn't have the whole cinema effect. Now, you do a movie, and you get a couple of weeks in a movie house, and then it goes right to streaming. Is that Woody Allen or a Mark Chernoff impersonator, (laughs) by the way? It it does sound a little bit like Mark. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it sounds a lot like Mark. Wow. Apparently, uh, the Alec Baldwin Instagram channel uh, could only get Amber Heard, Woody Allen, and other <laughs> damaged careers. Oh. Uh, yeah, uh, we got, uh, this is your publicist. We got a request to be on Alec Baldwin's show. Uh, hello? Hello? <laughs> Woody Allen said yes. And number one, 4th of July weekend poll. One in eight Americans don't know who the first president was. You know, of course, it was. George Washington. I had a slight bit of fear that you would say the wrong That's thing. That's rude. But- but I, I assumed you wouldn't. <laughs> 20% of Americans did not know that 18 is the age at which you can vote. There are a whole host of questions they asked them. This is my favorite, though. 4% <laughs> when asked to describe who was Ben Franklin said, uh, is he the guy that invented the airplane? Really? I guess, I guess, I guess, because he's on money uh-huh. and he's so famous as a founding father, I guess I could see that people might mistake him for being a president. I guess... If you're not well-versed in history. But what the hell do you think, Ben? Is it because of the kite with the electricity? He did not invent airplanes. He wasn't even alive when there were airplanes. Here's what you got to do. You got to learn your history like I did from little stimbits of movie. Thank you to Big Daddy. And the little kid played Ben Franklin. I know that he invented the bifocals and that his teeth were made of wood. 
Nope. The Teeth Made of Wood thing was George Washington. Dang and this it. is and this is why <laughs> I know you're intelligent and well read, but yet I still had this little bit of uh anxiety. World famous celebrity birthday file this final day of June, Michael Phelps. We were just talking about him yesterday. He's yeah. like a whale. People mm. are impressed when he swims and breathes. He's thirty seven. Fantasia. I think she was the second American yes, Idol. Yes, yep. She's celebrating today. Mike Tyson. Hey, it's Mike Tyson. It's my birthday. <laughs> He's 56 today. Today is a Social Media Day and National Handshake Day. Are we allowed to celebrate that again? I don't know. Well, I guess so. Not as long as Dr. Rochelle Walensky's in charge. We're not. <laughs> There'll be no handshaking on her watch. Do you want to get monkey pots, young man? Of course you don't. <laughs> Joe, did you say the wood teeth thing is a myth? Yeah. It's a myth. See? Yeah, so it doesn't matter who is. had them. doesn't matter. No. No, but it was it was supposed to be Washington, but it was a myth. I think there's something where they they would do that if you lost your teeth. I think they, they, they would used give to you actually take teeth yeah. They of probably the did. I don't know. Put them in there. But I mean, it. I'm just looking. I I had heard that that it was a myth that I just looked it up on MountVernon.org. <laughs> I don't think you ever want to know anything about George Washington. Go to MountVernon.org. <laughs> that's, that's good to know. <laughs> yeah, I mean everything. Wow. Um, well, there you go. So, uh, yeah, so anyway, so that was a myth. Well, one thing but, we know for certain is that Ben Franklin was not a pilot, okay? I don't know. Four percent no. of Americans think that's the case. A pilot? No. Well, they say he invented the airplane. Oh, he's okay. not. He's Those not a right, the right brother. That's right. And that was in sure. North Carolina. That's and it was correct. nowhere near Philadelphia. That's right. So, mm. nothing to do with Ben Franklin. <laughs> no, not anything at all. Not anything at all. He had Poor Richard's Almanac. What else did he do? He had a whole bunch of things. He established the uh, first library, public library. Right, right. And then, yeah, he, I mean, you know, he, they say he did do, uh, I don't know if he invented electricity, but he uh, experimented with electricity. That is true. The, the thing with the kite and the uh, and the thunderstorm, supposedly mm. that's a true story. Mm. Yeah, but it, it might have been his son, actually, that was holding it, not him. Well, how, how would you know that? Uh, BenFranklin.org. <laughs> okay. MountVernon.org, BenFranklin.org. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I, you know, I've just always heard that it might have been the son and not him. But right, no one go. knows. No one was there except for him and his son. I'm going to go to MartinVanBuren.org and see what I find. <laughs> not a lot, probably. <laughs> probably why, not though? a lot. But why? The DOS website. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but why would you exactly? <laughs> We're so patriotic, talking about the founding fathers. Man, this is... <laughs> We're going <laughs> to have people listening even longer now to hear all their presidential news. Mm-hmm. It's He Said, She Said, with Robbie and Rochelle. Well, speaking of the 4th of July, I know pets, especially dogs, always seem to have an issue with fireworks. Mm-hmm. And it's one thing if it's the town, you happen to live near the lake where they do the fireworks, or you, you live off the parkway near Six Flags, something like that. It's a whole other deal when you are the person who lives next to the neighbor that just thinks he is Uncle Sam, and he goes and he buys the whole bag full of fireworks and blows the little fire rockets uh, in the backyard. Right. And your dog freaks out both by the sound and light display. Right. And goes and hides in the closet or under the table or something. I suppose cats probably do this as well. I don't really know, but I have to imagine that little hamsters or gerbils or whatever it is, probably not crazy about this either, okay? I'm not crazy about it. I'm really not. It's just after, it just gets to be a lot. It's 3 a.m. Like, put the firecrackers away. I got it. Listen, I'm a capitalist. I'm all for businesses making money. But if if it were up to me, there would not be, (laughs) it would not be a thing where you could sell people fireworks. And not because I care if some guy blows off his thumb. That's his problem. Sure. But you're right. It's annoying. And yes, uh, it's loud and noisy and it it bothers all of us. But then Mm -hmm. also our poor little four-legged friends. Okay. Aside of the fireworks, though, is there something strange that your pet seems to be scared of? A vacuum yeah. might be a good example. That of is that. a good, yeah. Uh, my my dog, when I had him, was terrified of the vacuum. He would just yeah. bark at it 
all the time when I was trying to vacuum. Was, How about the uh, front door? You know, like when the postman comes, puts the oh, mail sure, in the mailbox, sure. makes a little rustling noise. The dog says, yeah. it's all upset, you know? <laughs> Rick, the cat is afraid of plastic bags. Hates them. Every time I change the garbage out or I bring in grocery bags, immediately goes and runs and hides. Now, you know, the animals are smarter than perhaps we uh, give them credit for sometimes. Yeah. So you have to imagine if poor Rick went through something where he, <laughs> there's a reason he's afraid of those plastic bags, that kind of breaks your heart a little bit. Yeah. You know? Rick the cat also doesn't like when we make loud sounds when we're just being weird. Yeah. Yeah. If we're talking too loudly yeah. and we get a little crazy. He doesn't, he doesn't like the, the line. Like the, as our voices get louder and louder, yeah. he, he does not like that. He starts getting nervous. But I don't know that that's weird. I think that that's probably pretty common. You can see his tail, uh, a cat's tail will stiffen and kind of puff out mm-hmm. a little bit. It looks mm-hmm. like uh, you know, like a, the scaredy cat, you know, from Looney Tunes. Yes. His tail kind of does that a little bit. <laughs> when we get the super loud around the house, yes. he does not care for that. Mm-hmm. So that's another good one there. Is there something uh, strange, something weird perhaps, out of the ordinary, at least you think so, that your pet is scared of? We know they don't like the fireworks. Right. Something your pet's scared of. 732-774-4444. I get all the lines open now. There they are, all open. You can text us, very same number, or get us on Facebook. Those are next year. He said. She said. Time for he said. She said. We just get going talking about fireworks. Uh, pets tend to hate the fireworks, especially yeah. when you get the guy next door in the backyard setting off those fireworks. They mm-hmm. don't like the bright lights. They don't like the sound. They hide. <laughs> This time of year underneath the table in the closet, whatever it is. Other than fireworks, is there something kind of out of the ordinary? Is something funny? It makes your pet scared, whether it's a dog, the cat, maybe some other animal you got in the house. Andy said, my cat is terrified of my feet, and I don't blame him. (laughs) Now, that is weird. I wonder if it's the smell. Now, Rick, uh, our cat, loves to come over. All of, one of those cats, he wants to eat all my food. Yeah, so he'll come he over, and he's he loves people food. I know mm-hmm. some cats are very picky and do not. He does. He'll come up, and he'll try to eat my food, jump on my lap. He does the same thing if I'm drinking a glass of water. Yeah. He wants to stick his snout in there and drink the water. And, and you he, let him. Well, I do sometimes. That's Ridiculous. why if I'm having a alcoholic beverage, he'll stick his nose in and go, oh, <laughs> <laughs> shakes his head like, oh, my God, because well, he gets the, uh, you know, the alcohol. Yeah, vapor, you know? yeah, it's tough. So he gets a little scared of the booze. <laughs> Fruity said, my pug was scared of Santa Claus for the first few years of his life. It could be a stuffed Santa, Santa on TV, Santa at a pet store, Santa decoration, didn't matter. Totally terrified. I wonder if men with beards, wonder if the color red or something like Maybe, that. Maybe, I don't know. That's... He didn't like the jolliness. You're not Santa Claus. <laughs> smell like cheese. Kayla said her own farts. <laughs> when they're audible, they scare the hell out of her. Now listen, I'm scared of our cat's farts, let me Yo, tell you. Oh, no. Let me tell you that. <laughs> 732-774-4444. All lines still open. If you want to go up, make that uh, one line just lit up here. We'll grab that one next. You can also text us, 774-4444 on Facebook. Something unusual that your pet is scared of. And a holiday weekend eve today. Here come the fireworks in your neighbor's backyard. Maybe you do this. Have you noticed that your four-legged little friends, the cats and the dogs especially, get frightened by the fireworks, the sound of the, you know, the booms, the noises outside? Have you noticed this happens with the lights out the window from the fireworks and they pop? Yeah. Maybe you bring the dog, you get a nice big backyard, you bring them out there, you're doing the fireworks, they get scared, they run and hide? Yeah. We're wondering, other than the fireworks, mm-hmm. is there some other quirk, some, some other thing that kind of unusual that your pet is frightened of, whether it's a cat, the dog, or yeah, maybe you got horses, I don't know, some other animal. Karen said both my cats are afraid of tinfoil. Tinfoil? Interesting. Okay. Maybe the crinkly. I think a lot of these are noises, you know? Sure. The crinkly sure. noises. Those the, are reflective a little bit, so right. I guess if the sun hits it, I don't, I don't know. Jennifer said my cat is afraid of helium balloons. I have to hide them in the closet or she goes hiding. So again, like if you're running your fingers on a balloon, it's got that nail on a oh, chalkboard kind of noise. Yeah. Or of course, when they pop, that can be jarring. <laughs> 
Tracy said, I had a dog that was afraid of flies. He was an awesome watchdog and made himself my personal bodyguard. But if there was a fly in the house, he would run and hide. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Forget it. You're on your own. <laughs> I want to seven one the boss. Good morning. Hey, what's going on, Rob? This might take a second to uh, explain. Okay. My, my kitchen... There's the basement door, but I have a little kitty door in the in the door so the cats can go downstairs. Sure. Now, to go from my living room to the family room, which you have to go through the family room to get outside, my 70-pound pit bull will not pass that little cat door. <laughs> one of my cat one of my cats must have reached out and swiped him through that hole. <laughs> He's like, "I'm not making that mistake twice." Oh. He I feel so bad. He sits there in the living room with this sad face. Going, oh, daddy, I can't go past oh. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. 1071 the boss. Good morning. Good morning. My dog gets spooked by blowing leaves. Blowing leaves. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> There's just so is this when he's outside? Is this looking out the window? Looking out the window, the leaves blows by my window. She starts going nuts. Well, listen, I get depressed when summer ends and fall begins as well. So I suppose I understand that. <laughs> it's something unusual, maybe weird, that your pet is scared of. Again, I think noises are a big one. Machines, mm-hmm. uh, unfamiliar people, probably all up there, and of course, yes. yep. the dreaded Fourth of July fireworks. Yeah. They don't like the Chinese New Year either. <laughs> 732-774-4444. That's the 24-7 text connect if you want to send a text in. Or get us on the Facebook page at 1071 The Boss. You can uh, answer this any time of the day. And we do check these all day long, mm-hmm. by the way. So thanks for uh, checking in with us on your old he said. She said. We're all taking a little long holiday weekend. Uncle Ross will be here, by the way, Monday and uh, Tuesday. Oh. And Joe's taking a couple of extra days off because he's got uh, his agent, John McConnell, negotiating these things. <laughs> it's it inside joke but uh, you doing anything uh you just going down the boat what are you guys doing when you're taking your- yeah i'll be down i'll be down by you guys all, all right. weekend okay. and then uh and then next week probably back and forth a little bit go see the new grandchild a couple of times while i have the time off and you know do all that kind of fun stuff it'll be good well good you deserve it i'm just making sure you're not getting on a spirit airline flight again like <laughs> never ever 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 again <laughs> you think we've railed you- on spirit hard enough here over the I, last- I, 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 american united Delta. That's it. That's it. No more. That's it. <laughs> if they don't go there, I don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's we grow- as simple as that. How about we do a little Air Italia? You know, remember that episode of Everybody Loves Raymond where the whole show went to Italy? Maybe we should do right. that with this show. Wouldn't that be kind of fun? All of us go broadcast. Go to Italy? Yeah, broadcast from Italy or, I don't know, the Bahamas, someplace exotic. I think they'd kick us out. <laughs> they may not even let us in. Yeah, that too. That's a but, You know, the Bahamas would be nice. Yeah, let's do that. Quick little jump over to Atlantis for a few days. Sure. I like it. Just got to make sure Spirit don't fly us down to the Bahamas. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's That's made it United, very clear. United, Delta, American. American. We got they it. all yeah. go there. If they don't go there, Joe doesn't go there. Understood. I don't go there. Okay. I love that. Understood. So we go see our friend uh, Joseph P. Nolan, who has welcomed a brand new member of the family as a new grandson, Liam Christopher. Mm-hmm. Went to see him, mm-hmm. met him yesterday. And I said, Joe, how is the uh, visit? And he says, oh, they're so tiny when they're newborns, you forget that. And it's it's funny. I've been to the hospital a couple of times, had friends that have had babies. My cousin had a baby once. And I always say, I'm afraid to hold the baby. They're so yeah. teeny. They're so <laughs> fragile looking. I yeah. don't want to be the guy that, that holds them too tightly. Or something. And I remember one time I went and I said, I'm afraid to hold the baby. Baby, and my friend says, okay, maybe you shouldn't hold the baby. <laughs> just, yeah. Why don't you just look through the window while they're sleeping in the incubator, you know? Yeah, I had a friend like that who was uh, a, 
wouldn't touch children. <laughs> little kids, little baby babies, you know, um, would just wouldn't go near them. And it's it's funny because some people can't, just can't do it. They're afraid to do it. I mean, I'm a big gorilla, as you know, and they're so teeny. You just you don't want to smush them by I accident. Know. I don't I know. know. I, mean, I know you really can't. You'd have to be a complete jerk. Right. But uh, My mom was like that. When both the kids were born, she didn't want to hold them in the hospital. She was she About three weeks later, she came over with a glass of wine, and she was okay. But <laughs> when they were... When they were first born, she wouldn't hold them in the house. She's like, I'm afraid I'm going to drop them. I was like, how, do, how am I alive? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> it's amazing to me how often Rochelle will tell me a story about growing up and then go, I can't even believe that I'm here. It, just, it doesn't, even, it doesn't even compute how it's possible that these people raised me. That's yeah, really funny. That's real, but she had the glass of wine, so that was the important she was, part. She had the baby in one arm and the wine in the other, and she was well, fine. There but you go. had to wait till you know about three weeks or so yeah. when they're less goopy. As soon as the Zinfandel <laughs> comes into play, she's just fine. There you go. <laughs> less goopy. <laughs> less goopy. They're a little goopy uh, when they come out. You know? No, oh yeah, no doubt. <laughs> I'm still goopy now. I don't know that I ever lost that. I yeah, well, there you go. Hanging right over the belt. <laughs>